0: Give up our God. Give up
1: our I'm not
0: I can't see the
1: booklet. You can, you can so, adjust it. Your so we just do too. it lower? You can adjust it uh-huh. however you'd like. I mean, if I go, go like no. that, then it's... I'll do this. Well, actually, put it, just put it I'll, like that. I'll do this, because it'll be out of your way, but still we can hear.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's
1: good. How's that? Yeah, that's always... that's Side.
0: Out of the way. <laughs> but my mouth is still there. <laughs> yeah. go. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, Buddha really needs this because he's had an old garland I like, do you do that with the the Nero look? You know the. You see the Buddha. Buddha, he's got two garlands. He's got one here and he's got one on top of his head. I don't Who does go. that? I
1: don't know.
0: It looks really. Somebody really likes does that and it's good. <laughs> At least to me, anyway. All right. Hare Krishna, everybody. This is Tucson, Arizona, ISKCON, and it is Sunday, November 25th, 2018. Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 3, The Status Quo, Chapter 14, Pregnancy of Ditti. In the evening, we're going to do three texts today, they all go together. 10, 11, and 12, we'll chant 10. Bhagavatam translation and commentary by Srila Prabhupada Canto 3 chapter 14 text 10 through 12 text 10 responsibly Diti Ruvacham Viti tvat Isham
1: vibhvan,
0: Esham
1: Kama
0: DUNOTI DINAM VIKRAMYA,
1: vikramya. vikramya.
0: RAMBHAB IVAMBATHAM GAJAH
1: RAMBHAB IVAMBATHAM GAJAH
0: DITI RUVACHA DITI RUVACHA ESHA MAAM THVAT KRECHE VEDVAN ESHA
1: MAAM THVAT KRECHE VEDVAN
0: KAMA ATASHRA ASALAM
1: KAMA do
0: not eat in um, Vikramya, do not
1: eat
0: in um, Vikramya, Rambam Ivatanga, Rambam
1: Ivatanga,
0: Ditiruva, Ditiruva, Eshaman, Tvat, Vitman,
1: Savat, Vitman,
0: Kama, Tashara, Sana, Tidinam Vikramya. Tidinam
1: Vikramya.
0: Ramham Imatam Gajah. Ramham
1: Imatam Gajah. Hlo. Isham Tarkrite Bidwan. Isham Tarkrite Bidwan. Kama अंलो हि पमत्जज Kama दिनां Diti Ruvacha Diti Ruvacha Heshamam Tvakritte Vidwan Heshamam Tvakritte Vidwan Kamata Sarasana Kamata Sarasana Duno Tidinam Vikramya Duno Tidinam Vikramya Rambami Vamata Angaja Rambami Vamata Angaja Diti Ruvacha One, Sarasana, come out of Saras. Do not Dinam in a big crammya, do eva matanja, Ramma, eva matanja.
0: When you go high, we go low.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, here we go. Diti ubacham, Beautiful Ditti said Beautiful Diti said Esha hey Esha hey all these all these, these. Mam unto me unto to me Tvatrite Takrite for you For you Vidvan Vidvan O learned one. O learned one Kamaha Kama Cupid Cupid Atasharasanaha Taking his arrows. Taking His Arrows Dunoti, Dunoti.
1: Dunoti.
0: Distresses Distresses Dinam. Dinam. Dinam Poor Me Poor Me So if you ever feel like a victim you can go Dina Poor Me <laughs> Vikramya. Vikramya Attacking
1: Attacking Ramhan Banana Tree Eva,
0: Eva, like, like. Matam gajaha.
1: Matam gajaha. mad, elephant. mad the elephant. Translation.
0: So Maitreya is relating now, still. In that place, the beautiful ditti, this is the ashram, Kashapamuni, Muni's ashram. In that place, the beautiful ditti expressed her desire. O learned one! Cupid is taking his arrows and distressing me forcibly, as a mad elephant troubles a banana tree. Yeah. Please repeat. In that place, in
1: that, that place,
0: place, the, beautiful ditty, the beautiful,
1: beautiful ditty
0: expressed her desire. Expressed
1: her, her desire. desire.
0: Oh, learned one.
1: Oh, learned one. Oh, learned one.
0: Cupid is taking his arrows. Cupid is taking his, taking his arrows, arrows and distressing me forcibly. And, and
1: distressing me forcibly.
0: A mad, as a mad elephant, troubles a banana tree. As a, as a mad, mad elephant,
1: elephant troubles a banana banana tree.
0: Now Prabhupada is will be purporting the next. It's 10, 11, 12, and after each verse, there's a short purport by Prabhupada, where he's giving us the real scoop on what D.T. is saying. sorry, okay. Purport. Beautiful Ditti, seeing her husband absorbed in trance, began to speak loudly, not attempting to attract him by bodily expressions because he had his eyes closed, so she had to do it by her voice. She frankly said that her whole body was distressed by sex desire because of her husband's presence. Just as a banana tree is troubled by a mad elephant, It was not natural for her to agitate, in other words, normal. That's not the way it's done. It was not natural for her to agitate her husband when he was in trance, but she could not control her strong sexual appetite. Her sex desire was like a mad elephant, and therefore it was the prime duty of her husband, this is according to Ditti, to give her all protection by fulfilling her desire. So, um, let's see, how should we do this? yeah, I'll just do one at a time. Oh, Magyanatibaradasya Gyanam Jneshalakaya Chakshukumeli Tamjina Tasme Sri Gurudev Namaha. I was born in the darkest ignorance, and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torch of knowledge. I offer my respectful obeisances unto Him. So the uh, the chapter is taking a turn here, starting with seven and eight, which Dira Prabhu did yesterday. The first six texts, it was all about Vidura uh, asking Maitreya, what what was what was the what was this all about? Uh, why did the Lord have this enmity towards toward some? You mentioned a demon who Hiranyaksha, uh, who was also involved in this pastime of the earth falling into the Gargadak. Sea, what was that all about? So, Maitreya is continuing his uh, digging deep, digging back into why this is all happening, basically the birth of Hiranyakashipu, Hiranyaksha's older brother, who would be killed by the Lord. So, um, let's see what I have here, oh yeah, this is, I didn't even know this, but Ditti Let's see. It was Lord Brahma, and he. Had, there was nobody else but him. So now he's he's creating prajapatis to to populate the universe. So he uh, had a daughter named Prasuti. Yeah, and she was married. No, that wasn't right. Anyway, there were two prajapatis So yes, Vyambuklamada and Prasuti. And they had 16 daughters. So that's that's a lot of children, and that's why they're prajapatis they can do that. They're very uh, prolific in their procreation. And so 13 of those daughters out of the 16 ended up marrying Kashyapa. So, Kashyapa had 16 wives. Because he's a Prajapati. So, he's empowered to continue the population. That's one of his duties, and Diti's playing on that. So, um, so, all those, all her sisters, the, her 12 sisters, there were 13 of them that married Kashyapa, they had all already had children by Kashyapa, but she was without a child. So uh, that's one background. So you see, Diti, Diti Uvacha. So now Diti is appealing to her husband. And he's in trance. He's uh, a great devotee. And so he's meditating on the Lord. And so Diti, is, it's called Pregnancy of Diti in the Evening. So the evening is not a good time, at least the, the early evening, around twilight and early evening. Because that's when, what's happening? Who's about, who's out, Open <laughs> the boat? The bhutas and is. the pretas and the pishachas and the hobgoblins and the ghosts and the... Lord the, the yeah, Lord Shiva's uh, team, uh, worshipers. So they're, they're out and about, so it's not a good time. Because that's who you're gonna attract, that's who you're gonna get. You're gonna get these kinds of folks coming in. But, uh, it's uh, you know Diti's not uh, she's what does she say she's, she's overwhelmed uh, distressing me forcibly as a mad elephant troubles a banana tree so Diti appeals to her husband Kashapa externalizing her sex desire uh, so as not to re- take responsibility for its consequences in other words. She's saying, I, "I, I, this is too much. I, I'm overwhelmed. By this. it's Cupid's fault. You know, he's he's doing this. He's doing all this, and I'm. And, so you're a, you're a hero. You're a spiritual hero. So you you have to. Well, That's the next verse. You gotta, you gotta help me out here. So her in her analogy of a mad elephant and a banana tree, she blames Cupid, Commodate, for her uncontrollable lust. So in Arjuna. <laughs> Asked, you know, why? Why? Why am I impelled? Of course, we know from famous verses. I'm going to just put that again. That exchange, chapter three, Karma Yoga, text 36, 37. Arjuna said, "O oh, descendant of Brishni, by what is one impelled to sinful acts, even unwillingly, as if engaged by force?" So he's also, also you know, uh, not quite there yet, as far as recognizing Chris's position and, and willing to do everything. So he's, he's voicing his doubt. He's getting all his doubts out, which is good. Uh, Prophet comments, A living entity as part and parcel of the Supreme, is originally spiritual, pure, and free from all material contaminations. Therefore, by nature, he is not subject to the sins of the material world, but when he is in contact with the material nature... He acts in many sinful ways without hesitation, and sometimes even against his will. Because once we come here, we more or less forfeit our free will. Well, we have a little free will. But we, uh, we've given in to the desire to control and enjoy separately from Krishna. So whether it's in goodness, passion, and ignorance, that's really what's going on here. So, as such, Arjuna's question to Krishna is very sanguine. It's a very healthy question. It's a good question. After the perverted nature of the living entities. Although the living entity sometimes does not want to act in sin, he is still forced to act. Sinful actions are not, however, impelled by the super soul within. It's not God's fault. It's not Krishna's fault that uh, but we're acting out our own material desires but are due to another cause, as the Lord explains in the next verse, so famous verse. If you know it, you can channel it. Shri Bhagavan Vaksham, Kama Esha, Kroda Esha, Rajogona Samadvava, Mahashanom Mahapapma, Vidhyenam the Supreme Personality of God said, it is lust only, it's your, it's your own selfish." desire our which is born of contact with the material mode of passion, and later transformed into wrath, because you can never we can never fulfill our lusty desires. And then we get frustrated and angry. So later transformed into wrath, anger. And which is the all devouring sinful enemy of this world. Yeah, and problem. There's a nice explanation. That's a little long. So we're gonna just but that's basically What's going on? But Ditti is blaming an on not taking responsibility for her own lusty desires. And uh we'll get to that later. Someone else here. Yeah, so Prabhupada is saying, Prabhupada is uh is taking her part at the the last sentence in the purport to ten, Prabhupada says, her sex desire was like a mad elephant and therefore it was the prime duty of her husband to give her all protection by fulfilling
1: her,
0: fulfilling her desire i mean that's not the, the real protection <laughs> but that's what you, here's a real solution you know let's have sex because this, i i'm you know I, I can't help myself okay so text 11 tadbaban nam prajavati bhadramte Therefore, so based on this false premise, <coughs> it's not my fault, it's just come upon me, you gotta protect me by fulfilling my desires. <laughs> but that's how we think when our intelligence is distorted by us. Uh, therefore, you should be kind towards me by showing me complete mercy. This is not complete mercy, but this is her idea of complete mercy. I desire to have, no, it's at least and Prabhupada's going to comment on this. I desire to have sons because everybody, all my other sisters have by you and I know. And I am much distressed by seeing the opulence of my co-wives. What is that called? Yeah. yeah. So the original envy is we envy Krishna as the supreme controller and enjoyer. So now she's act, it's acting out here. It's playing out as envy of her co-wives. And therefore she's willing to even risk bringing on one of the, you know, the the bhutas and the pishachas just because she's so lusty. By performing this act, now she's preaching to her sage husband. (laughs) By performing this act, you will become happy. Hmm. Questions at the end or what's going on?
1: Well, I have a question about the last sentence of the purport of the previous
0: verse. Uh Ah, it can't wait? Right.
1: Could, but I right there. All right, I'm doing
0: verse at a time, so go ahead.
1: Um, <coughs> Therefore it was the prime duty of her husband to give her all protection by fulfilling her desire. Now, would you say that Prabhupada is speaking in the voice and mind of DT or is he speaking as the commentator giving a principle?
0: Well, that is going to be revealed more and more as we get into this, by the end of verse 12, I think, because what's going on in 10, 11, and 12? That was going to be my summation, but uh, to sum up, in these purports, Prabhupada has described auspicious and inauspicious uh, sex for the husband and wife. And soon he will describe, which is coming later in the chapter, how husbands and wives uh, are to work cooperatively for spiritual advancement. So there's kind of like different levels of what's good and what's bad, but ultimately Prabhupada comes, you know, brings it down to really what's right for us. <coughs> but let's keep going there. It's a little it's a little ambiguous or a little equivocal, but I, I believe by the end of text 12 it's clear uh, what's going on. Okay. Um, so again 11's translation therefore you should be kind towards me by showing me complete mercy I desire to have sons and I am much distressed by seeing the opulence of my co-wives by performing this act ye will become happy yeah we're going to have fun and and it's going to be great we'll have a child and yeah but are you sure you're going to have a good child (laughs) purport all right now Prabhupada starts laying it down in Bhagavad Gita, sexual intercourse for begetting children is accepted as righteous. At least we find out in this verse that, that DT it's not just uh, you know that she wants to indulge in what I've been calling uh, the ultimate context for sex. At least she's connecting it to her desire to have kids. So it's not just ignorance. there's, there's some authentic passion here. <laughs> because she wants to do the the jaga of being a mother, but uh, she's really not laying the groundwork in the right way. Or you know, Desha tapatre cha. In chapter seventeen of the Gita, there's three things in consideration of sacrifices: time, place, circumstance. So she's letting her lusty desire overwhelm those fine considerations. A person sexually inclined for simple sense gratification, however, is unrighteous. So, let's see if we go. All right, I'm gonna wait. In appeal to her husband for sex, it was not exactly that she was, now this is the other side. This reminds us of chapter one in the Gita where Arjuna, all those symptoms, He's quivering, and his mouth is drying up. In text twenty, was it twenty-six or seven? It's considered a symptom of the fact that he's compassionate. That's why he's having these hesitations and these symptoms. But then the next verse, Prabhupada says, it's really due just to really to fear based on mundane considerations. So there's different ways to look at things. And Diti's appeal to her husband for sex—it was not exactly. It wasn't just. That she was afflicted by sex desires, but she desired sons, since she had—and there's nothing wrong with that—but you have to know how to do it. Since she had no sons, in fact, they're prepubescent, so they're supposed to really big-time populate. Since she had no son, she felt poorer than her co-wives. You know what was that word? Dina, dina, poor me. Dina, 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 poor me. Yeah. What's the, the nominative there? Uh, yeah, Dina, poor me. Uh, therefore, Kasheva was supposed, see, there's a little hint, was supposed to satisfy his bona fide wife. Suppose, so there's a hint that uh, he's, he's assuming Diti's mentality. That was her mentality. Suppose, this is what you're supposed to do, Kashepa. Okay, so Prabhupada's kind of, uh, he's the narrator, you know, the purgator. So he's, he's going a little deeper than the verse. So this is what is supposed that she said, yeah, this is what, this is right. Okay, so what did I have for that? So Diti's intelligence, distorted by lusty desires, convinces her that she's a victim, appealing <coughs> to her husband to show her, quote, complete mercy by satisfying her desires to have sons like her co-wives, and his purport Prabhupada connects her sex desire to her desire to have sons. At least Diti was connecting sex with children, unlike today's unwanted population, a product of lust only. Okay. Okay. Let's go to text twelve to see where this section uh, concludes, in a sense, because are little sections. Yeah, because thirteen starts with. Uh, Diti telling a story. <laughs> she's really she's she's going to use the story approach after this. <laughs> right now she's just confronting him. All right. So text 12. Barjya to rumanam lokan abhutte patir babad vidho yasham sham prajaya na dvajaate. She said, A woman is honored in the world by the benediction of her husband. And a husband like you will become famous. Well, she's really pulling out all the stuff. You'll become famous by having children, because you are meant for the expansion of living entities. So she's actually see that's what that's why Arjuna's arguments are so effective, I mean are so seemingly good, because there's there's some truth in what he's saying. But he's not arguing, Arjuna in the first chapter of the Gita is not arguing from a God-centered platform. He's (laughs) arguing from his point of view. Similarly, Diti, there's a grain of truth in what she's saying, that they're Pajapadis and and Keshavar is meant to unite with her, to produce children. But her calculations at this point are me-centered, selfish, selfish selfish-centered. So it's all... Uh, misguided at this point. Again, a woman is honored in the world by the benedictions of her husband, and husband like you will become famous by having children, because you are meant for the expansion of living entities. It's your duty, Kajapa, to have sex with me right now. (coughs) Purport. Now, listen to this now. Prabhupada goes in completely the opposite direction with the famous verse in Rishabhdev. According to Rishabhdev, one should not become a father or a mother unless one is confident that he can beget children whom he can deliver from the clutches of birth and death. So that's why you have Garbana. And you you uh, do it at an auspicious time, specifically in ISKCON, after you've chanted 50 rounds. So, okay. Um, so it's not the first thing you do when you get up in the morning. right? You have your sadhana, and 50, I don't know about you, but 50 rounds for me is an all-day affair. <laughs>
1: Did you finish up about twilight?
0: <laughs> well, you, <laughs> there's another, even if you do, you might consider having a meal to get some strength. <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> now where I, boy, no, I'm not, it because I can't quote where to say it, but I, I've seen that it. it, it's, <clears throat> Anyway, it's in the night, it's not the evening. It's like after, uh, and that's not midnight. After that, it's you know inauspicious between midnight and two. Um, anyway, let me just, I will get off the thin ice and read here. But I've heard something like nine to midnight or 10, you know, when it's completely, dusk is done, and uh, it's more good time. Purport. According to Rishab Dev, one should not become a father or a mother unless one is confident that he can beget children to whom he can deliver from the clutches of birth and death. So, famous verse, if you know it. Sing along. <coughs> Bhagavatam 5518. Ready? Guru Nasyas Vajano Nasya. This is Lord Shabde laying down the law here. One who cannot deliver his dependence from the path of repeated birth and death should never become a spiritual master. Guru A father, a husband, a mother, or a worshipable demigod. This is Lord Rishabhdev preaching to his 100 sons. Very prolific. And who was the chief of the Rishabhdev's sons? Bharat. Yeah. Okay. So that's Lord Vishabh He's So it's, it's, and it starts with, before you, you know, uh, you, know you, you get in the proper consciousness, the proper frame of mind. This is what, you know, 50 rounds is all about. And 50 to rounds. It's not that you're chanting around and you're watching the Super Bowl or, you know, and, and the rounds are kind of like background music. To first down, goal, (laughs) touchdown. No, it's not like that. It's 50 attentive rounds. So, ditties. Okay, let's finish the purport. Prabhupada writes Human life is the only opportunity to get out of the material scene, which is full of the miseries of birth, death, old age, and diseases. Every human being should be given the opportunity to take advantage of his human form of life, and a father like Kashyapa is supposed to beget good children for the purpose of liberation. So there you go. Not calling you know imports from the lower worlds or what to speak of big a big time. This is the first demon in the universe. Of course, it is leela. That's another level, but the leela is meant to instruct us. So um, let's see here. So Diti's appeal to Kashyapa's duty clearly is clearly self-centered, unlike uh, God-centered sex. Krishna describes in the Bhagavad Gita. So here's another verse we know. <clears throat> it's the first. Uh, it's the first part of the of seven eleven. The whole verse isn't about righteous sex, but it's Krishna when he's talking about. Uh, seeing him in his energies. I am the strength of the strong, devoid of passion and desire. Now that no, that's that's not even it yet, because like a Chakravarya, he's not simply a thug or he's he's a chacharya means someone who protects from harm. So I'm the strength of the strong, devoid of passion and desire. Or even like in in martial arts. right? If you're a well-trained martial artist, you're not simply going around trying to kick kick people's behinds because you know all these skills, but you're actually uh, doing it in self-defense or you might protect somebody else with your skills. You're not uh, exploiting. And then then, I am sex life, which is not contrary to religious principles, O Lord of the Bharatas, Arjuna. Purport, the strong man's strength should be applied to protect the weak, not for personal aggression. Similarly, sex life, according to religious principles, dharma, should be for the propagation of children, not otherwise. The responsibility of parents is then to make their offspring Krishna conscious. So at least you got to... Follow the rules so you have a, a, a fighting chance, <laughs> or a decent chance of calling a good soul in, and then you can um, start educating the child in proper ways. That's just the first samskara. There's a whole Dashur Vida. Right?
1: Gopala Bhattavya Swami has written in Sanskara Dipika how to perform Garvadana Samskara. Ancha. Everything, all details.
0: Well, we have that translated.
1: Yeah we have a, we have Yeah? I mean in English? In English also.
0: Hmm. I wonder who did that. Is it a BBT thing? I
1: do not know that. Okay. But it was from Gopal That sounds strong. pretty valuable.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, when Papa was with us it was just very basic. know, yeah. Let's go. Hey, how about going from animal life to human life? Fifty rounds, that's let's let's do the simple thing. But it's not that Papa was against us. Learning more. In fact, he wanted us to learn more, but that's what he did in our time. Um, So, Prajapanis like Kashyapa are meant for expanding good population, per Bhagavatam 5518, which we just heard, not inviting demons like Hiranyaksha or Hiranyakashipu, who will try to destroy a spiritual culture. So, again, to sum up, in these purports, Prabhupada has described auspicious and inauspicious. sex for husband and wife. And soon we're going to see, as the chapter goes on, how Prabhupada will describe how husbands and wives are to work cooperatively for spiritual advancement. It's really all about helping each other go back to Godhead. So, um, I'll just read the verses again quickly, and if you have any questions or comments. So, in that place... Maitreya said. The beautiful ditty expressed her desire. O oh, learned one, Cupid is taking his arrows and distressing me forcibly as a mad elephant troubles a banana tree. Therefore, you should be kind towards me by showing me complete mercy. I desire to have sons, and I am much distressed by seeing the opulence of my co wives. By performing this act, you will become happy. A woman is honored in the world by the benediction of her husband. And a husband like you will become famous by having children, because you are meant for the expansion of living entities. And then she's going to go about what happened long ago and uh, what Daksha did. It's a whole thing. Okay. Yes.
1: When Shiva Kama um, was here, did he instruct his disciples to the temp- to do the ten temp- samskaras? or? Uh... Any... Not that
0: I remember. I don't think we even did name giving ceremony. Or, uh, I mean, he, he named the, the children in the beginning. Or, you know, six month grain. Did Prabhupada do that? I know. Maybe he did it in India or something and for some families who knew had some remnant of Vedic culture. But I remember that in, in temples. <laughs> okay, Prabhu's, now we're going to observe, you know, like we do nowadays. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, because Papa, he wanted to at least get the basics down, you know, and he didn't. He couldn't even finish the Bhagavatam. So, yeah, um, but he did want husbands, husbands and wives to, you know, shape up and and not just use sex. Although, did I bring this up in a recent class? There was a. Um, uh, uh, again, I can't speak authoritatively, but it was prophet, there was a distinction that Prophet made between uh, sinful activity and, and illicit sex. Um, if I'm wording it right, anyway, the idea is that if husband and wife have sex, uh, but you know, not for the propagation of children, they just get they're so attracted to each other and they have sex. So, Prabhupada, yeah, this was in a letter because Prabhupada was asked about that naturally because we were coming from you know free love generation, you know. So, so people <laughs> were having a hard time following that regular principle. So, at least one person wrote this, and then Prabhupada said, "It's not, it's not strictly speaking, it's not sinful, but when you do this, you're not making you. It's blocking your spiritual advancement." So, um, so <laughs> interesting the way Prabhupada worded that because on the one hand he's he's providing some relief to the people who were probably you know super guilty, but then he was making it clear as long as you're doing this, then you're not you're not making progress in Krishna consciousness. You're like on a hold. So so he's like it's 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 a, it's it's an assurance and a wake up call at the same time. Prabhupada expert. Uh, and manage, management according to time, place, people, and, and gurus out of Shastra. Um, yeah. So, yes.
1: In the Maletia culture, <coughs> which is more or less spread all over the world, um, you know, they don't want, they, they, don't have really the idea of taking so much responsibility for what they've done. Yeah. You know, and you may have some child that's a bad child, he does all this bad stuff, um, and then he grows up and he does even worse stuff. Mm-hmm. And instead of taking the responsibility, that it's because of the living entity's desire that he behaves like that, and they want to write it off, and as Flip Wilson said, you devil that me do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's, he's just, uh, you know, expressing what people are thinking in the material world.
1: He's representing
0: the molecular culture. Yeah, this is how we think in the material world. But actually, even in, uh, what to speak of, you know, transcendentalists, people who are trying for goodness, they, they want to take responsibility and they recognize that we have to, like Jesus said, you know, go and sin no more. The, the,
1: the legal system recognizes responsibility. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not ignorance is no excuse, but the legal system happens in a context uh, of the molecular culture. So there's always this, this uh, you know, when the when the defense attorney and the prosecuting attorney are going at it, and they're trying to uh, establish uh, the truth of the matter. The defense attorney will always argue on the side of, of, of nature. You know, it wasn't. He was. He was a good guy, but then he was overpowered by some momentary passion, and he killed this person. And, and then, But the prosecuting attorney will say, no, it's, it was his choice. It's, it's about uh, how he's uh, taking or not taking responsibility and, and nurturing what he was born with. So, the fact is, is, it's both. We have free will, and because we have free will, we have to take responsibility for whatever we do. Even if the deck, even if the deck we were dealt appears to be stacked, we, it was because of what we did before. Because there's no like, a recognition of karma and transmigration. Therefore, it's an eternal puzzle. People know, there's no solution, materially. Yeah.
1: Because um, Prabhupada talked about the samskaras, is it is it safe to say that he would not be against um, devotees?
0: Yeah, he writes like that. He he talks about the Vedic times, and and he was and he always invited us to India to observe the remnants of that, and and there, and yeah, he uh, you'll see in uh, ninth Cano, Ram We just heard this one. I think it was when uh, our musician friend <laughs> yeah. Narantara, yeah, he brought up uh, nine, ten, fifty, or fifty-one, or maybe it was Duvita. I forget. They, they talk about Prabhupada talks about bringing back Ram Raja, you know, and how this is this is Varnashram. Yeah, Prabhupada, Yeah, Prabhupada's whole push for the, the next phase is an indication that yeah in human culture it's it's meant to be observed these observing these rites of passages and this is how you become yes. civilized and ultimately graduate and go back to godhead well,
1: hope a purificatory process a civilized to yeah. go through
0: all this right we say rites of passage that's how you rites of passage suggests that you're going you're making progress hmm.
1: yeah
0: so yeah he's not a, but it has to be done appropriately According to the time, the place, the people, you don't just presto, superimpose these things on everybody because people… It, everything has to be graduated.
1: His, in his own life it was done because he came in his biography that… His life? Just always he was saying that he was choosing Shastra and then… Did
0: he do the, the six month thing he His mentions? life,
1: he himself was being done mm-hmm. that way.
0: I forget that. In Alilamrita the that's there, right? Okay. They
1: would we, make uh, 108 temples. It in- oh, the, yeah,
0: the prediction of the astrology. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, any other questions or comments? Yeah.
1: I was just thinking more of a comment than anything. Um, how, you know, Kali Yuga is so degraded. Like, for me to think that there would be
0: that's good. Can you say Cali, like California?
1: Cali. Cali
0: yeah, Cali, but Cali, Cali but California Cali. is probably the <laughs> epitome of Cali. Cali and Cali are very
1: yeah, Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's it, it's kind of like what Dero was saying, like we don't really understand why like we're blaming so many different things for why we why you know, the children or the Future generations are the way that they are, yeah. but we don't want to take responsibility for how we bring them in this world. Right. Um, and I think, like, is it realistic mm. that from is it realistic that this is even something that could even transpire in Kali Yuga? Yes, because
0: this is the this is the golden age within Kali, although it's just starting. No. This is the uh, the ten thousand year period of it's four hundred thirty two thousand years when things are going to turn around. But because we're just on the ground floor of that, mm-hmm. or at the, the juncture of that, mm-hmm. and we're dealing with the momentum of all oh, the darkness, it's hard to envision it. But Prabhupada, he <laughs> he on the one, at the same one at the same time, he would acknowledge how this is the darkest darkness but then he was always envisioning where this movement movement's gonna go and how history would mark it as having saved the world. So, it's, it's incredible how Prabhupada had that vision when he was just you know, starting the whole thing with scraps of Kali Yuga, <laughs> I mean, like the first generation, right? Us, <clears throat> with people born and raised and on, on the very things we, we promised to give up no so but he had full faith in Lord Chaitanya's mercy and and uh, and how this was predicted so he undaunted he just was rolled up his sleeves and started yes
1: and the um I think I mentioned this before but in the class a paper gave why religious well some there's a some Academic that did a study why why read, some religions fail why some succeed. Mm.
0: Who said who was saying this?
1: Um, Kante Prabhu Kantea. Um, He was giving a he was that presentation. Yeah. Um, um, but basically, one of the key things was that the youth had to be socialized into the movement, mm. and so that's why I was kind of citing the or trying to clarify the samskaras because if we're able to if we're able to help make our children successful, yeah. then that's. Like that's a whole another category of Vaishnavas, right? Brought up in the right. and they're going yeah. to the I'll tell you where I saw
0: this very dramatically and in, a, in a very encouraging way <laughs> at that, that mantra retreat in New Vrindavan. Yeah. This was for males, eighteen to you know eighty or whatever, and uh, we even had somebody who was in his eighties, <laughs> older than me. So, uh, so we saw. I mean, most of the people, I'd say the median age is maybe around thirties, like your age, Mm -hmm. you know, early thirties. And we saw people who, because they were the child of the first very dysfunctional generation of Prabhupada's followers, (laughs) our generation, you know, we, Mm -hmm. our casualty rate was so high, you know, and they they were, they witnessed the whole thing, you know, the, the complete, utter and absolute discrepancy between what they were hearing and what they were seeing their parents do, you know, so they became, a lot of them became very cynical and they just went away and and even what they experienced in Gurukula, they associated Japa with punishment, I think I mentioned this, Gauravani said this, you know, who's now kind of a hero of the second generation as kindred spirits. But these, these devotees, even though they witnessed that, just because they did grow up in some kind of devotee family. You could see that deep down they were, they were they had some scars we didn't have. We, we older guys who were born into you know, bunch of families. So that was very eye opening to see. And even when Gauravani, I think I mentioned, I told you this, gave his personal journey. He was just he said, I'm in a really reflective time of my life because. I, I never I never had Sadhana before. I just chanted Hare Krishna because we when we were disciplined in Gurukula, that was a punishment. Mm. Okay, go chant go, you gotta chant so many rounds now. That's your punishment. So they associated it with punishment. Mm. <laughs> so even though Gauravani has amazing parents, but he just that's what he went through in this dysfunctional Gurukula system. But now he's since the early spring. He's been chanting Hare Krishna, you know, at at prasada, japa. And he's, like, experiencing a whole new level of Krishna consciousness that he never even knew existed. He just observed it, but he associated it with people who were just doing it out of habit or rote or hypocrisy or something, you know, because they're chanting Hare Krishna, but then they're doing this other stuff, you know.
1: Who was with you on the retreat?
0: Uh, I just went by myself. But I met a lot of them convertors. I think you said he was, he was there. Was, there.
1: was he there? Goravani. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is. Yeah, he was a leader. He was. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was a leader. Uh, he was one of the organizers of the retreat because there were different. You sp- the retreat's supposed to reflect different populations. You know, older guys, younger guys, brand new people, whatever. Okay, it's getting late. So tonight we'll do a Grateful Heart. Gandhian topic, which I, I yeah. gave this. They did the seeds of <laughs> the Wednesday Thanksgiving Eve, and I'll try to expand it tonight. Shila Ki Jai,
1: Haribo, Was Jai was this ah, this uh, African American kid there? Jai Jagannath.